Hello, and welcome back to One Conversation, the podcast where we believe one conversation can change a life. Today, we're going to be talking about how to talk to kids about body safety. We're going to be going over five tips and tools that you can use when having this conversation with your kids. We're not expecting everyone to automatically know when having a child uh, how to have this conversation. So we're going to throw out some tips and tricks that we have. Absolutely. I think this is such an important conversation. You know, many parents think that if they talk to their children about body safety, they have to talk to them about sex, right? And we know that's not the case. And so you can begin talking to your child as early as three to four years old. You know, we often hear this couldn't happen in my family or, you know, my friend or my brother or my neighbor would never do something like that to my child, you know, but as professionals in this field, we see and hear each day of a family friend, the neighbor, you know, a family member who has touched a child inappropriately, which is why I think this is such an important topic to discuss. You know, discussing body safety with your child is something that's super important and imperative, yet it doesn't need to be intimidating or scary, right? We know this is a very serious conversation, but there are ways to be able to make this into, you know, a comfortable and even fun conversation. You know, these conversations can start small and then over time they can grow and, you know, you can provide more information as they get older. And I think we've said this about other topics, right? That this might be something really uncomfortable to talk about and something that Mm -hmm. naturally we may think like, oh, like that's inappropriate or that wouldn't happen to me. There's no need to talk about that. Sadly, we think, you know, it's just a really good idea to educate really early on all these different types of prevention. It's super crucial that, yeah, that young kids are learning this stuff, right, to keep themselves safe, to empower them. But we've also said we'd rather have that, like, five-minute uncomfortable conversation and Mm -hmm. in that safe place, right, other than maybe someone learning this because now they're put into a situation, right? Now it's even more uncomfortable because I'm in the situation and maybe I don't know what to do. And so that's a big thing to keep in mind. Um, And also not just for parents. I think even if maybe you're um, an older sister or brother, right, or have nieces and nephews and, and other, you know, youngins that you're close to in your family, it's, I think it's equally as important that we all kind of understand how to mm-hmm. reiterate and reinforce this stuff, because it doesn't only just come down to the conversation. A lot of it is, is reinforcement, right? Mm-hmm. So our first tip and our first little um, thing to remember, right, in having these conversations is we have to teach children that it's just not okay for anyone to just invade their space. And I think when we think about kids, that's something that is really widely left out of conversations. I think kids are really used to, right, kind of being grabbed after by older um, adults, right, or parents or caregivers or just picked up and swooped up and hugged whenever, you know, that adult wants to pick them up and hug them. And, you know, we're not saying these things are like abusive to pick up your kid and hug them, but, you know, it's really important that they understand that if they feel like their boundaries or their privacy and space is being invaded, that it's okay to kind of stick up for themselves about that, right? And that it's not okay for someone to just grab at them if they wouldn't want them doing that to them. Yeah, so tip number two is giving your child the permission to actually say no to those people who want to touch them that they're not comfortable with, or especially when touching his or her private parts. And we, when we talk about this, we say, you know, people who are there to keep you safe are people who sometimes do have to, you know, during bathing or if it's a doctor who's checking something out, we talk about 
that that person, they are there to keep you safe. It doesn't make you feel any kind of icky tummy feeling is what mm-hmm. I call it. It, it is okay with you and you know that they are doing it because they love you and they are trying to keep you safe and healthy. Anything else, anyone else trying to touch, we call it the bathing suit areas. So for girls, that'll be the top and bottom. And for boys, that'll be the bottoms. Um, Anyone else touching those areas, they absolutely can and should say no to that. Letting them know that saying no is okay and it is the right thing to do if someone is touching your bathing suit areas when they are not there to keep you safe and healthy. Absolutely. And tip number three, do not force your child to give hugs or kisses to people. And so I know sometimes this can be a difficult thing to do just because it may be a habit to hug, you know, family members or loved ones, or, you know, it may be part of your culture, right? Um, But I think it's really, really important to know that a child should feel comfortable you know, in regards to wanting to hug someone if they're wanting to do so, Um, you know, respect their right to tell, you know, the aunt or uncle that they do not want to give them a kiss or a hug, right? And so it's really important that you kind of give them that comfort, you know, practice asking your child if they would like to say hello to someone or hug their uncle instead of saying, go say hi or go hug your uncle, right? So it's really important that you kind of ask and and really teach them about consenting, right? Because that's really allowing mm-hmm. them to give, you know, um, give consent and feel okay doing so. And so I think this is, you know, a perfect um, time to introduce this to a child. You know, again, we talked about having these conversations as early as three to four years old. Um, but even from that age and just four to five years old, it's such a great lesson and thing to do with your child, right? Like really kind of allowing them to feel comfortable to say no or say that they do not want to say hi, or they do not want to give someone a hug, but really kind of giving them that permission to, to do as they feel comfortable. And I think we can understand that as adults, right? Like if we look at other adults, we would never like force another adult, like go give them a hug or like, go give them a kiss. Like yeah. it's just something we don't do. Right. And so it's really interesting that yeah, maybe because kids are just like so cute and just like kind of lovable, right? Same thing with maybe like small dogs. People just can't help but like pick them up, even if the dog's like, please stop touching me. Please put me down, right? So I think there's an air of we kind of don't consider that a lot with kids, right? Just that whole idea that they do have the choice, right? That they do have a right whether or not, and they may or may not feel comfortable. And not only just with like inappropriate, like bathing suit touching, but just, yeah, even giving a hug, right? Again, as adults, we can understand, but we might not always feel comfortable just or not be in the mood, right? To kind of have that interaction or or hug somebody like that. So it's just really important that we keep that in mind, right? And so our fourth tip, um, it's really important that when we are having these conversations with youth, we are starting to tell them, you know, you have the right to your body. You have the right to say no and, and really set the tone, you know, that your relatives or whoever should be should be asking before they just come in and try to grab you or kiss you, right? But a part of that is also armoring them up with the knowledge of adults in their life that they can trust and talk to, because we know this is a huge component of, you know, child abuse and child sexual abuse, especially is that silencing, right? Or being told like, don't tell anyone about this, or especially don't tell your parents about this could be a really big component of kind of what's happening there and keeping this abuse occurring. And so we have to reiterate that, you know, if anything ever happens, any kind of a bad touch, and again, it's not just our bathing suit areas, but if someone gives us any kind of a touch that makes us feel scared or hurt or that 
that icky feeling in our tummy, right? Any kind of a touch like that, that we have to, I know JC's going to go over our three little rules, but the last part of those rules is going and telling an adult what happened. And that's the most important because we know, obviously, right, um, if a child's in, you know, especially a very dangerous situation, then yeah, that adult is hopefully going to provide that support and um, provide those resources, right, and getting that child to safety. Yeah, so if you are that trusted adult for a child, you have a very important role if they do happen to come to you that someone touched them in a way that made them get that icky tummy feeling. Um, that is definitely a place of honor for them being them choosing you to have uh, that role in their lives. And so it should be taken seriously. You know, if you're doing the dishes, you're preoccupied with something else, but you hear this start to come up, it's important to really stop what you're doing and spend this time with them and really give them the attention that this deserves. So reassure them that you will listen to them, reassure them you believe them and keep them protected. Reassure that child that most touches are okay, but they can say no to those touches that give them that icky tummy feeling. And they, they continue to need to tell you about any touches that are confusing or that scare them. You know, you can say that you're so happy that you, well, maybe not happy, but <laughs> you are proud of them for coming to you with this concern that they did the right thing by coming to you with this concern. So definitely reassure them. And even if it's a false alarm, they at least know now, hey, if I tell this person that something didn't feel right to me, they're going to believe me and they're going to talk to me about it. And so maybe if yeah. there is something that happens that is not a false alarm, they're going to come to you and they're going to feel comfortable telling you that as well. Absolutely. And I think that reassurance piece is just so important and critical, right? Because as adults, how many times have we been told something and we at times forget, right? Um, even if it's told once or twice. And so I think for children, it's so important to constantly reassure them, right? And let them know that we are here to listen, that we are here to believe them, especially because at times when you do have an adult that has taken advantage of a child or has done something to hurt a child, there are times where they threaten them, right? Or they uh, manipulate them in some way in regards to, oh, you know, this is just our little secret, don't tell anyone, or you're going to get in trouble, even though we know that the child is innocent and they did nothing wrong. And so again, you know, that reassurance piece is so important and so critical. Um, but with that being said, it's super Super important that we teach our children the know, go, and tell. And so this is something that we do um, in the prevention education department when we talk to our kinder and um, first grade classes. And so what we typically tell them is, you know, if you ever find yourself in an unsafe situation or a situation that, you know, you feel uncomfortable the number one rule is to say no, right? And uh, what we usually typically have them do is repeat this loudly, right? And so this is what, what I mean when I say you can make this fun for kids, right? Uh, find a way where you can really engage them and get their participation. So, you know, you can tell them, okay, let's practice saying no and then have them scream with you, no, right? And so again, letting them know that rule number one is to say no, right? We wanna make sure that they say no to whatever is happening that's making them feel unsafe or uncomfortable. So let's pretend that an adult is approaching them and asking them for help to find their dog. And they're like, oh, come over here with me. Can you help me? Right. And they have no idea who this person is. Right. You want to make sure that your child is able to say no. And then rule number two is go and run away, right? And so run away from that person. They need to run away from that person that's making them feel unsafe or uncomfortable, right? Um, and they need to try to go and find a nearby safe adult. 
which takes us into rule number three, right? Tell a trusted adult what happened, right? So it's not enough for them to just be able to say no and run away. They need to be able to talk to a trusted adult, you know? And something that I just want to highlight really quickly is that that trusted adult should be someone that your child, if your child is old enough, right? Obviously, if they're, you know, one or two um, or three, it may be difficult for them to really identify those trusting adults. Um, obviously, they'll know that they can talk to you. But besides that, it may they may not be able to identify a trusted adult. But if they're old enough and they're, you know, old enough to uh, comprehend who a trusting adult is and know how to identify their trusted adults, it's super important for them to be able to choose who their trusting adults are, right? Uh, Because only they know that. They only, they know who they feel comfortable around or, you know, who makes them feel safe and secure, right? Um, And so it's really important to remind them that they need to talk to a trusting adult. And I always say this to my daughter, of course, I want her to feel comfortable telling me everything, especially in a situation where she feels unsafe and, you know, not secure. But I do let her know that if she ever feels like she cannot tell me, then that's when she can go and talk to some of those trusting adults that she has identified, right? And so really kind of giving them that that reassurance that they should always talk to someone that they trust that's an adult and kind of clarifying that piece because I always have to say, you know, a trusted adult is not your best friend, right? Or your little cousin or your cousin that's when you're older than you, especially if they're, you know, six or seven years old. Um, And so with that being said, just remember to practice these tips on a regular basis. You know, again, just having this conversation with your child once is not enough. They kind of need that reminder and that reassurance. Uh, Practice scenarios with them, right? Um, And so that's something that we typically do as well, right? We talk about examples and scenarios and ask your child, what would you do in this situation? Or what do you think would be the best thing to do to keep yourself safe in this situation, right? And so, you know, again, it could be you saying, oh, let's say that, you know, our family friend came up to you and, you know, is, is wanting to have some alone time with you and is asking you to play a touching game, you know, like, what would you do in that situation? And making sure they can go to, you know, the three steps that we talked about, the know, go and tell. Um, and so again, you know, just making sure that you're checking in with your child, you can never have this conversation too early. It's so important that they feel safe and secure and to really let them know that it's your job to really help feel, make them feel safe and secure. Absolutely. Yeah. Like JC was saying, you know, we have a program that we go into kindergarten and then we've also done this even in preschools. You know, there's a lot of great books out there that talk about Mm -hmm. this, that my body belongs to me. There's books, there's YouTube videos. So there's ways to introduce it. If you're still feeling a little bit uncomfortable with having this conversation, you can get one of those uh, kind of tools as a guide for you so that it's not just you coming up with this conversation. You can have the book or the YouTube video help you out. So that might be something helpful as well. And I'll link those below as well. And I think it's just a great idea. Yeah, just, and again, this might seem uncomfortable. This might seem weird, but we'd much rather children be empowered with how to keep themselves safe. I would much rather um, really enlighten them, right, with this information. It might be, it might feel at first like it's going to be really awkward, but I can say that, yeah, we we actually have a lot of fun going into classrooms and doing this Mm -hmm. with kids, especially like going over our three rules. I mean, when we do that, we have them scream no. We say run away. We're like, let me see how fast your arms can go. And they're like, ah, like it's it's a really it becomes something really um, you know, I'm not, I don't want to say enjoyable, but it becomes something really engaging for them 
to discuss and something that they really appreciate being a part of the discussion. And so encouraging, yeah, again, you know, identify those adults with them, go through those scenarios and who would you talk to and where would you go? Because having them really think that over, it's not going to be anything that's really detrimental to them. If anything, it's going to really maybe help them, right? Or make it easier if a situation, you know, God forbid ever occurs, you know, maybe they're going to know how to handle it and, and where to go. And that's so important. And with all of that, um, this has been a shorter one today, a little tough of a conversation, not the easiest, right? Talking about body safety for kids. So we're going to go ahead and Bree is going to lead our meditation for the day. All right. So we're going to begin by bringing attention to our body. You can close your eyes if that is comfortable for you. Notice your body seated wherever you are seated. You're feeling the weight of your body on the chair, feeling the weight of your body on the floor, if your feet are on the floor. Take some deep breaths here. As you take a deep breath, bring in more oxygen, enlivening your body. And as you exhale, have a sense of relaxation. Notice your feet on the floor and any sensations that are coming from your feet touching the floor. The weight and pressure, any vibration that you feel, heat or cold. Now notice your legs against the chair. Where there's pressure, is there any pulsing, any heaviness, any lightness? Notice your back against the chair. Bring attention into your stomach area. If your stomach is tense or tight, let it soften. Take a breath, paying attention to your stomach area. Notice your hands. Are your hands tense or tight? See if you can allow them to soften. Notice your arms. Feel any sensation in your arms. And let your shoulders be soft. Notice your neck and throat. Let them be soft and relaxed. Soften your jaw. Let your face and facial muscles be soft. Notice your whole body being present. Take more deep breaths. Spend a few more moments being aware of any pressure, tightness. Try to relax it. 
when you're ready, you can wiggle or stretch any part of your body to come back into the room. Open your eyes and thank yourself for taking this time for yourself. Thank you so much, Rihanna, for that wonderful meditation. Yeah, I think the, especially the reminder of like, you know, um, relax your muscles in your face. I was just like, oh mm -hmm. God, I do need to relax my muscles. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's funny because I was thinking the same thing as she was going through. I'm like, well, I'm pretty relaxed. And I like the hands. I was like, oh, I could kind of relax those. And the face, I was like, oh, I could yeah. really use some relaxing hair. So that was awesome. Thank you so much, Bree. Uh, and thank you to our listeners out there. You know, this has been a shorter one, the hard hitting, right? Um, you know, kind of a taboo subject for us to cover, but so important. And that's why we're here talking about it. We don't want this to be a taboo subject to talk about because we want to yeah, really empower our kids, right? And the kids that are around us. We want to empower all youth to know that they have right over their body, that they have all right in the world to feel safe and to feel respected. And so we encourage all of you, uh, follow the resources below. We're gonna link, you know, the, the video, um, a really great book kind of talking about all of this stuff, good secrets, bad secrets, good touches, bad touches. But, and if there's any questions out there, please feel free to write us in. Uh, we share out our email. It is outreach at liveviolencefree.org. So send an email to that. Um, and yeah, if you have any other questions, we would certainly love to do a follow-up or just provide any other support we can. But on that note, we thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this discussion today. And we hope to see you next time for our next conversation.